What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with the last Founders Journal of the week. For those of you that are joining for the first time, the Founders Journal is my daily diary where I take you behind the scenes of the brew and talk through the most interesting moments or thoughts of my day. As always, my partner in crime, Josh Kaplan, is joining me to push the conversation as far as we possibly can. And today we are talking about diets. Yes, diets, but not the diet you would expect. Let's hop into it. Not the diet we would expect. You look great. I can see you as we record. Thank you. Are you on a diet? I, I'm. A, I, it depends how we define it. How, how are we defining it today? Today, we're talking about content diets. We are talking about the inputs you put into your brain, but we're going to think about it in the same way as the input you put into your body. Why did this come up today? So for those who have listened to the Founders Journal the last few episodes, uh, I'm currently taking an online course with David Perel. First of all, for those of you that don't know David Perel, you should follow him on Twitter. He writes about writing, very meta, I know. I'm taking his course, Rite of Passage, which is all about how to be a great writer and student of the internet, everything from creating a website to finding great content, saving that content for later, and then write, being a prolific writer who writes hundreds of thousands of words every year. Uh, so it's from this course. And in the most recent lesson of the course, he talked about the idea of how writing classes historically in school only focus on the writing. Like all it is is, okay, we're going to give you a prompt, start writing. And his perspective, which I agree with, is writing is actually probably like the last thing and is probably not the most important thing. You have this entire process that happens before to give you the thoughts and the sentences to actually write down. And so one of the things he talked about is the idea of in order to get the right output, which is your writing, you need the right input, which is thoughts, ideas, and content that you're filling your brain with to actually have these concepts that you're coming up with, these links that you're forming to write about. So I just have spent more time thinking about my own inputs, my own content diet. And my whole thought is I think that you need to think about your consumption and media diet, just like you think about your real diet. And what I think people will start realizing is I think they'll start realizing, wow, I need to start eating better and I need to start working out. I think everything is about feeding yourself with the right information and giving yourself the ability to metabolize that information so it's made useful. And I think what people will find is they're watching a whole lot of Netflix and scrolling through a whole lot of TikTok rather than consuming content that actually leads to great outputs. Okay. It's rather nebulous. I hear what you're saying. I get it. We've talked about media diet before. I want to take a quick second. Either go breakfast, lunch, dinner, meat, potatoes, vegetables, try and attribute what your media diet is within the world of food. So I think, first of all, what is my approach to getting the right outputs by having the right inputs? I'll walk you through it. The first is I audit my ingredients. Yes, we're keeping the analogy, but I'll explain what my ingredients are. My ingredients are the people that I'm consuming content from and the channels that I'm consuming content on. So first, the people. At the end of the day, there are so many thought followers in the world, very few thought leaders and thought creators. And so what I try spending my time doing is when I was first starting to really read more and find great writers, I cast the widest net, trying to read as much content on the internet. And it was a quantity over quality play. But as I started finding people where I was like, wow, this person is an original thinker where they are showing me or they are providing a lens that allows me to look through the world in a more sophisticated way. 
I start latching onto those people. I read all of the content they create. And actually the way that I find other content creators is I will look at who the people I'm reading the content of, who they're referring to and who they're sourcing. So the first is finding people who make you think differently about the world, who have original thoughts, and you don't think you could have had those thoughts on your own. You're eating organic. That's all natural. You're going to whole food. I'm eating organic. And I'll explain what who my ingredients are in a second. The second is what are the channels that you're actually consuming content on? Because I think every person has a mix of content channels that allows them to actually retain content best. For some people, it's reading books. For other people, it's reading web pages. And for others, it's listening to audiobooks or podcasts. You need to understand what keeps your attention best and where can you retain information and save information. For me, it's web articles. And so I would say 90% of my consumption diet is in the form of articles on my phone or my laptop. Whereas there's a lot of people I know, I was actually talking to someone yesterday, who they would say 90% of their content consumption happens in the form of paper books. So I audit my ingredients. I know that I'm looking for people who provide original ideas and a lens of the world that I would not have been able to form on my own. And I know I want web articles. Over time, I started basically solidifying this team of Avengers, this team of creators who create web content and do so in a way that makes me think of the about the world in a different way. And I'll read some of these creators for you or my organic ingredients. Matt Levine writes some of the best content about the financial markets in the world. Matthew Ball does some of the best analysis about the media industry and the entertainment industry in the world. Ben Thompson has a newsletter called Stratechery, best strategic thinker about technology companies I've found. Tiago Forte talks about how do you set up your life, set up a second brain so you can organize all the information you consume. And the last one is Packy McCormick writes Not Boring, which I believe he refers to as the intersection between Ben Thompson and The Ringer, basically fun business analysis. And what I would say also is I really enjoy my current ingredients, but I actually think I need quite literally in all respects, more diversity in my ingredients. If I think about the writers I just listed, Matt Levine, white guy, Matt Viewball, white guy, Ben Thompson, white guy, Tiago Forte, white guy, Packy McCormick, white guy. That is horrible, the fact that I do that. So I want to call out a few others that aren't white men, uh, but I also want to give myself the ownership over the fact that I do not have a diverse media diet. Maybe they're great thinkers, but I'm not getting the breath I should from a diverse audience, a diverse set of voices. Two others I want to mention are Polina, who writes The Profile, and uh, Drew Riley, who writes Trends.VC, exceptional writers as well. So that is my current diet, the ingredients that I put into my system. There's no dessert? No cheat day? That's a great question. So I believe in moderation. I don't believe in having the world's strictest diet. So I keep a moderated diet where I put those ingredients into my system, let's call it 80 to 90% of the time. And there's 10 to 20% where I'm cheating, where I'm consuming content from other people to allow for serendipity to find new people that I don't know about. What I want to call out is the second step, which is, I would argue, the most important step, not just having the inputs, but how do you metabolize the inputs? How do you actually take this information and make it useful, whether it's through writing, whether it's through original ideas as you build a business? And so with that, I think about a few things. One is, how can I be an active reader? So how can I read this content and not just be a passerby reader who's cooking in the kitchen with the TV on in the back? How can I be engaging and attacking this content? And how can I also be saving this content so I can pull on these thoughts 
and this re- these really interesting nuggets of information later. So a year from now, I don't have to refine the same information and be highly inefficient. And so the way I try to be an active reader is as I'm reading, when I find an interesting idea, I always try to piggyback on someone else's idea. So I think about what they're saying and I try to come up my with my own original thought or my synthesis of what I think they're trying to say, but it isn't said in that exact same way. That forces me to not only retain the information, but also to double click into the information and maybe add on to something where if we were having a conversation and they had said this to me, I'm providing something in return as part of that conversation. And so this is how I maintain my media diet, how I think about the inputs and how I actually metabolize those inputs or exercise into something that's valuable. So yeah, that that's the media diet. I like it a lot. I think it's a great concept. I, I personally am trying to breathe more when I read instead of skimming and going right to the bottom or something and just not be in such a rush. But I, I think what a lot of what you said definitely hits home for the way that I think about what I read. Absolutely. So for those of you listening, I hope the idea of a media diet was both helpful and made you think more about how you're going to audit your own diet as well as metabolize it. And I'm always uh, on the hunt for smart voices, smart voices that have original ideas and more diverse voices. So if you have ideas for me of other voices that I should follow and consume so much of their content, please shoot me an email at alex at morningbrew.com. I would love to both read it and share it with the Founders Journal community. So until next week, I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you have a great weekend and I'll talk to you soon. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.